Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. The fit is somewhat important. The girth is more important to me than the length. But more important than How about that. the curvature? Curvature doesn't really, who knows? You can I've, always I've be, been complimented on my curvature. I'm so thrilled. Again, too much information. It's uncomfortable to talk about sex, but sometimes it's important to get uncomfortable. Sex Talk with My Mom is the best mom-son podcast about sex. It's the only one as well. My mother is a cougar. My son is a clown. In a nutshell, my dad died. So my mother decided to create a YouTube channel all about sex, like all mothers do. And then my son decides to use my material in his stand-up comedy routines. And thus, Sex Talk with My Mom was born. Welcome to Sex Talk with My Mom. Whoa. I'm Cam Potter. And I'm Karen Lee Potter. Wall, that was a welcome. You think it was bold and empowered? Yes, it was. What do you guys think? Was that a bold and empowered welcome? It was a bold and empowered welcome, yes. We'd like to welcome you to the show. You little sneaky fucking freaks. If this is your first time joining us, you're in for a wild ride. At this point, we're five years into the podcast talking about sex weekly with my mother I would say sex comes up for about 5% of the entire show. <laughs> so if that's going to spoil your expectations, maybe it's time to tune, turn it off or just rename the show. Talk with my mom. No. Weird you, talk with my mom. It, you will hear sex. You will hear talk about modern day media. You're going to hear talks that most parents don't have with their children. And why right. is that, mother? Because unfortunately, people put up boundaries and and then they feel like that there's a lot of shame involved if they tell the parents what what they're really thinking. Speaking of shame, what I would like to discuss a thing that has been on my mind recently. Have you been shamed? No. Okay. Oh. So here's what I was I was thinking about recently. What? Penis shame. It's terrible. What do you mean it's terrible? Guys, do you guys you sh- you shouldn't do this to yourself. You, you, no one has. All penises are wonderful. There's a, there's advantages to every penis. If if it's too big, there's you know there, you can say that a lot of people desire that and you can work with it. If it's too small, you could say, well, I can do stuff with my fingers, and and the little one will feel a lot more comfortable. The little one will feel, you know, you can do fingers and the, use your your micro penis if you have one, and you could still make the woman have a good time. You're, See, we are talking about sex. Okay, so let me let me tell you where this is coming from. Do you have penis shame? Let me get let me get into it, okay, mother. All right. So this, so I've been studying up on my podcast. I love to listen to the Pleasure Podcasts. That's the network that I founded. It's a group of ten of the best sex podcasts out a little there. Little shout out to Pleasure Podcast. You should go and listen if you like sex podcasts. If you should go and listen. If you are a sneaky freak, you should go and listen to pleasurepodcasts.com. That's where you're gonna hear them all. But anyway, I was listening to one on Shameless Sex. Wonderful podcast that we we've, we've done an interview on their show. They've come on our show, and this one uh, was just had had a guest on that was discussing masculinity and penis shame. The masculinity part I didn't necessarily agree with. The penis shame one I agreed with. What? Uh, so 
basically this guy was positing that every man at some point in his life, some more often than others, experienced penis shame. That's what I'm talking about. But here's what I didn't think. I, I didn't realize how pervasive it actually is. It's pervasive. I, it is amazing how many, how many questions we've gotten on the show and how it's come up for me on the show. You know what has come up for me? What? When we were doing the Clona Willie. Oh, episode. when we did Clona Willie, you were like, I, I mean, you were really, really nervous about this. Okay, so you got to listen. Okay, so. You got to listen to this, you sneaky freak. Okay, this is probably one of our favorite episodes. We were a, uh, you know, you just. It's a do-it-yourself penis molding kit. It was a, it, we were sponsored by Clona Willie, one of our favorite sponsors. They were, they gave us a product to try out where I make a silicone replica of my penis. It's, and I made a silicone replica of my pussy. Yes. Uh, you, luckily, you didn't show me the, well, you didn't show I me I did not pussy. have any need to show it to you but or But for some reason, else. we thought it would be a good idea for me to flash the, the this, you, vibrator it, that i made no because of my you, penis. you kept you you kept saying to your brother who was with you when you were making it what do you think is this big enough and, and you were very nervous about the fact that it wasn't big enough yes and it was mo- and mostly because you were like it, you're trying to do a whole do-it-yourself kit it's it's a stressful experience if you you know you're a first-time maker so mine came out smaller than expected because i was making it alongside my brother uh which was an awkward experience making it a little challenging to be hard but with all those caveats, you know, it's not that different than my penis. Maybe maybe an inch different. Well, an inch is a lot. Uh, who knows what it is? But either way, it was embar- It was a very uh, showing you, seeing your reaction, saying it's adorable. It created a lot of... Uh, I just said that because I was uncomfortable. I know you were uncomfortable. Wait, is this... Are you shaming me right now? I'm not shaming you. Okay. I'm not shaming you, but I'm being honest that that created a lot of anxiety for me. It is my fault that now you have an anxious thoughts about your penis size? You don't need to. You don't need to get defensive about it. I'm just saying that I, it created anxiety in me. Because I said the word adorable. Well, that wasn't the response. Said, I, I, "What listen, do you want me to I say? Don't know what That's my a real big dick. It's a horse dick." What here's am I the truth. To my tr- the truth is, I probably do have an adorable penis. I think it is. It's. <laughs> it's very average. It's like the rest of my body. It's very average. It's medium. If we're, if we're going to make a, a clothes for it, what I, is I a, just, I'd, I'd say medium. Okay. Okay, what is a mother supposed to say when your son shows a mold of his penis? Who is clearly saying that it wasn't as big as it normally is anyway. Uh, what am I supposed to say? Oh, well, I, I'm so impressed with this. I mean, I just I just didn't want to say anything about it. I didn't even know why you needed to show me. I was humiliated with the way it came out in general. I'm sorry that you went through this experience. But anyway, this is all to say. I've, you know, I've worked with it, with the penis shame. What, what have you done? Well, I've just thought a lot about it. And you know what I've realized? Here's a helpful thought that I've had recently. I'd say I'd say like five out of the six people I've dated recently or in, in the past uh, have identified as queer or have hooked up with women in the past. They've been very satisfied in those relationships. And I think to myself, they don't have a penis at all. Right. That's my point. So it's not about the genitals. Not at all about the genitals. It's a, it's a fucking mind game. Sex is a mind game. 90% mental. You might as well enjoy it for that sake. You were feeling desired, desiring the other person, knowing the other person knows you desire them. It's a whole fucking back and forth mirroring of saying, you exist in the world and I appreciate that. First of all, that is 100% accurate. Thank Second you. of all, 
I have talked about this for years that it's, it's, first of all, the, the fit is also important. You know, sometimes, uh, you, you can have someone with a very tiny, tiny vagina. They don't want even an average size. They want a smaller dick. I mean, it, it, uh, the fit is somewhat important. The girth is more important to me than length. But more important than that. How about that, the curvature? Curvature doesn't really, uh, who knows? You can I, always, I've been complimented on my curvature. I'm so thrilled. Again, too much information. But my point is, <laughs> I have been with guys with really small dick, but they made up for it in other ways, if you know what I'm saying. Okay? They know... Let, let me tell you something. The clit is a mini penis. Yeah, and you if, always say if this. You can, you can, if you get that clit to be engorged, and I wanted to bring that up actually in mom's news. We'll, we'll, I'm going to hold that thought. Just remember about the clit being a mini penis. Oh, I'll talk about, yeah, yeah, we'll talk about engorged. Engorged. But the most important thing section of this show. is that the act of penetration is only. I would say not even 10% of the whole sexual experience. If you're good at massage, if you're good at going down on someone, if you're good at finger play, ass play, all this other stuff. I mean, I had a very good orgasm the other night and it didn't even involve penetration. So I'm, I, you, you can have so many different experiences without that big ass dick. I've seen people have orgasms at music festivals just by a head massage. Okay, that's very rare. It'd be like uh, nipple, can you, nipple gasms, they're a thing. Yeah, I understand, but it, those are few and far between. I don't want people to have expectations that they're going to have an orgasm through getting their toe sucked either, even though I did watch my friend get her toe sucked in a club, which I talked about on the show repeatedly, and she had an orgasm. It's very nice. I would like to hear from you, yes, our lovely listener. Will I you, thought you were talking about me. I'm talking to our, you, our lovely listener. Okay. Will you please let us know your thoughts on how penis size and shame has affected your life or sex life? Text us at 310-356-3920. So proud of you. Be- because I, that's also in the show description notes. I, 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 I think that it's not talked about enough. I think we say like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, you know, I, I think it, it it is so pervasive and yet not talked enough about, about enough. I have interviewed so many people on my youtube channel karen lee Potter. but you don't hear a guy you don't hear i have guys interviewed four saying, guys four guys expl- talking about the shame that they've carried yes. their whole life yes and not only that but they 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 don't even they they explain in explicit detail what they did not want to hear they don't want to hear that your dick is nice they don't want to hear that your dick is like you said adorable or pretty they want to hear that dick is manly. That dick is 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 a rod, a steel rod of fire. You know, they want to hear a compliments like you, you're like the perfect size or the perfect uh, manhood. I don't know. They just like to hear. They want to hear that they're they're a man. Yeah, they, yeah. they associate manhood and their dick size, and you shouldn't. It is pretty interesting. I, I think it's it it's not a should or should. It's a, it's a deep seated unconscious belief that we're that I think might be just an inherent natural belief, not even given to us by society, but often propagated by. Well, society. I'll tell you who propagates it: porn. Porn's definitely propagating. Yeah, because porn. I mean, again, I've talked to so many different um, porn stars about this. First of all, people look look at porn and you know that there's there's editing going on, there's angles going on. There's they porno they, as my friend Nina Hartley says, uh, porno dicks are humongous because that's it's for the entertainment. So they're not going to have like an average size five to six inches on there. They want because that's what guys like to mostly because they're consume most of the guys are the ones who are consuming porn. They want to see big dicks. Yeah, but I've seen 
You know, the other day I was watching porn. I couldn't believe this. What what happened? It said woman getting gang banged or something like that. And it turned out I looked carefully. The woman was actually a guy with a small penis and had two balls. So it was a guy. Sounds like a miss uh, a miss tagging. A miss, miss tagging. Unless that person identifies as a woman. Yeah, it could be. Who knows? You know, you know what I've been thinking about re- listening to all these podcasts? What? Masculinity. You want to talk about that or is that boring for you? Boring. <laughs> <laughs> We're on to much more important subjects. All right. What's going on in your life, mother? Yeah. I might come back to masculinity you later You can come back to masculinity. You know, you, I, I like talk- to get into the real, the real stuff over here. You like to keep it keep it light keep, keep it, it light and, yeah. and refreshing to for all of our sneaky freaks yeah i wanted to talk about something this week sneaky freaks would like to know about we're I, lucky to have you on the show by the way if this were my podcast alone you would sneaky be freak you would be inundated asleep. with buddhist bullshit <laughs> you would be hearing about about the fa- the fact that social media is destroying our lives yeah. this would be an extremely depressing boring the heavy dark podcasts that you wouldn't want to be listening to while folding laundry or uh you're not that boring to... i'm not boring so then why are you saying that and because th- i would create a very boring uh dark because podcast. we have to get we have to it's like a little bit of a roller coaster ride right sneaky freaks yeah you bring them you, up i you, bring them down no <laughs> just you bring them you know we uh, you get a little deep and then you know we get a little light i'm going light i'm going to tell you that I have something is definitely not right with me. <laughs> Something's not right in the head. Okay. All right. Let's just start out with a lot of things that happened. Just as of recently, I drove around in circles in, in, in my own parking garage trying to park your car because I didn't know wh- where I was. I was okay, so, going okay. around in circles. And, and, and this is scary to me because I've you lived live here for You live in the building. I live in the building. I've lived here for two years. And you can't figure out how to get to your own parking spot. Yes. That is disturbing. It's terrifying. Then, to make matters worse, <laughs> I did phone banking, which I've done three times already for, for Joe Biden. Go, I did it go with Joe you. Biden. I've done it with you. Well, I, I don't know why. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I was in the, the tutorial. for like, First of all, I couldn't even get into the tutorial. It's on Zoom. And I, I had to send you the you link. You had to send the link. Your sister sent me the link, and I had the link, and I still couldn't find the link. I finally got in the link. And I had to sit through an hour tutorial because I couldn't get out of the Zoom link to get onto the phones because I was too nervous that once I got on the phones, I was not going to know what to say. What do you think this is about, Mother? It's stressful. I'm constantly stressed. What is preventing you from being able to use the technology? I think that I have like an extraordinarily big part of my brain is creativity. Oh, I was going to say weed. No, (laughs) it's not weed. (laughs) Although that might have been a tribute to why I had a good orgasm the other day. Um, no, it's not weed because I don't smoke that much weed. I, I, I did smoke a little bit of weed back in my heyday of college. And quaaludes. Quaaludes. I think that weed, took up a lot of your brain. Some of the mushrooms, other shit that I consumed. All right. But anyway, I digress to say that at this point in my life, I'm spinning around in circles. Okay. Also, there's things that are on my mind. Like, I, we had a week of craziness that you're just like talking about penis size, and I'm talking about what we saw. A de- <laughs> we saw a debate that I was like, "What did I see here?" You know. And so I decided to take 
political matters into my own hands. I, I, I was sitting there with you saw me. I was sitting there with my the hands over my eyes like I was watching a scary movie with the with with you just my that. fingers like yeah. my eye covering the eyes. It was so trauma. It was traumatic for me to watch it. I had to go get a glass of wine, which I guzzled. Uh, here's what I would say though: Great A entertainment. It was. I was feeling more emotions watching that debate yeah. than I have watched. I think on TV in a long time. You don't watch TV. Because I can't feel things this like is, as strongly. Actually, is, the truth is I feel things too strongly. I can't. Yeah. I have to is, be very regulated. This is that. reality TV at its finest. It is unbelievable. You are just waiting. I was just I, waiting for him to say you're fired. You, you want to know what I would have loved to have seen? Biden saying you're fired to Trump. I would have just loved him to say, hey, dude. Can we just talk to and, and have he tried. a debate? I know, but he got he didn't do it well. He didn't do it he well. He didn't level with it. He couldn't really connect with the Donald. How can anybody connect with the Donald? I would have spent I would have spent the entire time trying to connect with the Donald to calm him down. Yeah, I know you would have until done. I he agreed and then we could have started. But I wouldn't have continued to debate at all you until probably, we got to that you point. You probably could have been a good moderator and calmed everybody down. I, on the other hand, would wait to, for the perfect opportunity and say, Donald, I've been waiting for four years to say this to you you're fired get the fuck off the stage well luckily well i I don't we don't need to go there so i decided to go on my tiktok and spout off jesus my and what ended up happening on tiktok is i got i don't know why maybe because i the way i tagged it or something all these trump lovers started coming out that is your constituency trump lovers yeah and filipino people the Filipino Pino I love. There is no one as kind and wonderful and respectful of my age and what I'm trying to do there, which is dance to the okay. Filipino songs. Okay. To, to you, our lucky, lovely listener, my mother. Just so you know, I'm has, not Filipino. I'm Jewish. <laughs> she's white as snow and she is making these. White as snow. I don't have that light of a complexion. I'm just saying you're not Filipino. Okay. And... But I, I, I found a niche. She found a niche for sure. She's now doing only Filipino dance music. Okay, that's the latest. No, I did one recently to um, a change will do us good. Okay, Cheryl Crow, thinking that everybody would say, "Yeah, we want Biden," and no, it was all the Trumpsters saying we need a change. I don't understand how they. What do they need a change for? They. They had four years to prove a change, and we don't have a change. We got no change. We were calling Wisconsin, telling them to vote, trying to get the Biden people out to vote. I found more Trumpers in Wisconsin than... It's, it's frightening. It was, it was a sad thing. All right, so back to what I'm doing. This has become this. such a fucking partisan show. Okay. All I wanted was to make people laugh, make what? awaken what? them a little you were bit. You to make people laugh when you call them up on the, on the phone banky? No, the show. Oh, our, our show? show. And now all we do, oh, no, be, you know, this right. is this is worse than getting dark. This is getting like uh, political. Okay. Political. Well, which is I was worse. telling you that I was trying to do a Filipino. I was trying to do some Filipino tic-tac dancing, which people like love me, even though I look, look absolutely insane. When How I'm could to they do. not love you, mother? They You're dancing not... to Filipino songs looking like a fucking idiot. Goober idiot i look like an idiot and they're still telling me thank you for trying and you're doing such a great job and we love the that you love our culture and it feels so good and they respect me as an elder yeah now i put the different tiktok on on and obviously my constituency is is different we know they're trumpsters and one guy writes and all he had was one video up and it was him on a dirt bike driving on a dirt bike so i put a video up saying he puts a video up saying, 
on my, he put the comment up on my channel saying, old as dirt. Okay. <laughs> Fuck you, old as dirt. I went back right at him and said, excuse me, are you talking about your dirt road that you're, you're driving on? You are... <laughs> Are you just having like a dirty old mind? I mean, I don't know what I said to him. I was just like on a rampage about it. Fuck him. Why do you bother getting involved? I don't think they should allow it to write on my wall nasty comments. About Why do you even read them? Especially about age, which everyone's going to be at a certain age. This guy probably was about 16. <laughs> I had to teach these kids. Oi. Well, anyway, that that's that's what's been happening in my life. A lot of people are asking, like, how do we spice up our sex life? Let me tell you what a little prelude to sex could be. Meditation? Yes. It makes I you love that. It makes you relaxed. We are delighted to tell you that we are sponsored by Calm, the app designed to let you relax. I get that sleep you want. I love this app. I use this app daily. Yesterday, someone told me that they just broke up with their girlfriend. They were devastated. They were having heart palpitations. What did I lead them to? Calm. Calm.com slash sex talk. That is where you can get the Calm app. What is it for, Mom? It, it calms me down, and it also provides me with a good meditation practice. That's exactly right. Yep. If you want to learn to meditate, or even if you're an experienced meditator, it will give you the guided meditations that will help you out. And for me, I have sleep issues. I turn that app on before I go to sleep. If I wake up in the middle of the night, I turn it on again. They have sleep stories by Harry Styles. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty damn good. And Matthew McConaughey too, by the way. I freaking love it. 85 million people around the world use Calm and love it. So my friends, if you want a limited time offer of 40% off a Calm premium subscription, which includes hundreds of hours of programming, Check out calm.com slash sex talk. You're getting this special 40% off their premium subscription. Just make sure to go to calm.com slash sex talk. Not calm.com slash mom. That supports another podcaster. <laughs> we get no credit for it. You'll be doing us a disservice. Go to calm.com slash sex talk and you'll get 40% off. And you'll be sleeping or meditating your little heart's content. One of the most stressful items that I buy is deodorant. And why is that? You don't know how it's going to smell when you put it under your pits. You're about to go on a date. You put that shit on and you realize you stink worse than if you just left your B.O. sit. Oh, I hate that when this is artificial smell of like pine needles or something. It sounds terrible. That is why I choose to use native deodorant. The other day I used native deodorant. And I got to tell you something. I could not believe how good it smelled. I was like, what What smells so good? Because I don't even wear perfume anymore. And it was my pits. It smells it was a, so freaking good. It was the coconut vanilla. It was so delicious. It makes you hungry almost. You know, native has ingredients you've heard of like coconut oil, shea butter, and tapioca starch. And it's vegan and never tested on animals. You got to love that part. I can't stand when they're testing the deodorant on animals. <laughs> they're trying to make the pig smell better. You know what else Native doesn't do? They don't use aluminum, parabens, or talc in their deodorant. Right. When you're going through the grocery aisle, are you looking at the ingredients to see what's in there? No. And you, we should. And you should because this is directly near your, your breasts. Your titties. Yeah. Do what we did. Switch to Native today by going to nativedo.com slash mom or use promo code mom. Honestly, I don't care. Either way, you're getting 20% <laughs> off your first order. 
That's nativedeo.com slash mom or use promo code mom. What happens, mom? You're going to get 20% off your first order. That's a deal. Can I? I was, what? You're not going back to what that, what? 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 Where are you going back? What were you thinking I was going to go back You're going to go back to some philosophical shit that you've come up with. I just am curious. What? Okay. Because you bring it up. You bring up the fact that these are young kids that need to learn. Yeah. And I'm thinking about masculinity, as you know. Here we go with the masculinity. I'm just wondering, what? who is, is there a good masculine mentor, a, a, a man that we can, that young men should try yes. to be more like? Who? Donald Trump. Yeah, right. I actually did a video about how narcissists are bad and bad. Okay, you lucky, you lovely listener. I, I, I How am I supposed to say you, you... You. 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 When I'm saying you from now on, it's referring to you, no, you listener. No, you sneaky freak. Then they know it's them. All right, you sneaky freak. Please let me know who should be my role model. Because all the men out there, I, I, I was listening to an interview with Jeff Goldblum yesterday. That's he's I, a, he, he, by the way, is a little perv. He's very perv. He came over. I don't want to tell a story, but he went to someone's university and was hitting on like the university students, and he was in his like seventies or something. He's right now. Uh, listen, he's sixty-seven. He's dating yeah, a thirty. He's married to a thirty-seven-year-old woman. Yes, yeah, so I'm not surprised. He was he was hitting on the eighteen-year-olds. Okay, but so, what is a healthy masculinity? George fucking Clooney. Why do you say George Clooney? Because he's funny. He's sexy. He's he he he's married to someone who he really respects because she's a high-powered international attorney. I'm talking about someone who you could really hear the inner thoughts of. You can't. You how don't about, know what the fuck's going on. How about Russell in his, Brand? You think he's the definition of masculinity? I like that. Yeah. Really? Oh, you know who really he's is someone that we should describe? Matthew McConaughey. Oh yeah. He you calmed. He, is... he calmed me down when this whole pandemic first started by saying, "Just just stay inside." And wait for further instructions, basically. So here's 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 where I'm getting at. So a lot of these, a lot of these no, more new age, these hippies, m- hippie men who have this idea of what masculinity, new mas- Brand? masculinity should be. Off Russell Brand doesn't get to it too much, although he might. Um, but a lot of times I hear people on these podcasts talking about how, you know, there's the masculinity and femininity femininity in all of us okay yeah and they're kind of saying you know we've made a lot of progress uh and you're bored no but make this is the whole th- episode is going to be about masculinity and femininity and you don't like that i'm fine with it but let's make it faster <laughs> let's move along they're basically saying the men should be masculine the women should be feminine who's saying that these these neo-masculine guys okay neo that's nonsense there's femininity and masculine in everyone and so, and then and it's a continuum. And so, the goal then is just to become your truest self. It doesn't need, you could yeah. be a very feminine man, you could be a very masculine woman, regardless of what it is. Just be, how do you get in touch with yourself? So, then I'm drawn back to the Buddha as the fucking, as a, as a quintessential man. So, the Buddha is your leader. He's masculine. Some of, and some he's of the Buddhist, actually, some of the Buddhist teachers, I think, I think that's my answer. Do you want to fuck a Buddha? I, unfortunately, they really, they're not very sexual sensual people in a way they are sensual they're very in the moment feeling their body a lot of sex also can be very like rough and t- rough and tumbling yeah 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 and that's not very buddhist no so it is a conflict and you have to read um what you call it's book on that 
the best Est- I got from Esther Perel's book. The best I got on, on the Buddhist thoughts on sexuality is he talks about wise sexuality for the lay people. Basically, wise? use your sexuality wisely. Don't hurt people with it. Don't use it to manipulate. Yeah, that's how you are. I try. All right, so you're doing a good job with it. I don't. I still don't feel like I have a, a healthy role model that really embodies his sexuality, and 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 himself. Maybe Russell Brand. I don't know. All right, sneaky freak. If you have an idea, please hit us yeah, up. Yeah, tell 310-356. us who you're. Three one zero three five six three nine two zero. You got it. Oh, I wasn't sure. You doubt yourself. Okay, I had some doubts. Um, you know, speaking of, we could stop talking about it now. Speaking of masculinity, let's talk about Ben Shapiro. Oh, I I just found why because I just found out about this. I this no, uh, no, our, mom's, news, mom's news, mom's, mom's news, mom's news. It's time for mom's news. That's when I come up with the strangest and weirdest and craziest sex stories or sex news that you've ever want to hear from. Hell yeah. And I found one here that I think is interesting. I, just in my general perus- perusing the internet, I perused and found Ben Shapiro. Now, I don't know anything about him. I know him. I listen to his podcast sometimes just to find out what conservatives have to say about what's going on in the world. Oh. Note, I don't necessarily agree with any <laughs> of what he says, but it is interesting. Smart dude. He's the poster child for right, right-wing conservative thinking. So, in other words, he's a Trumpster. Big-time Trumper. Okay. Well, he also, like his leader, has some faulty information about women. Mm-hmm. He says, as I also discussed on the show... Okay, so first of all, let's just talk about Cardi B's WAP. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Wet-ass pussy. You guys know what I'm talking about, right? Wet ass pussy song. I loved it. I love the video. I fucking love this song. This is, I, I have, I had to pull up the lyrics, just some of them. I mean, I can't read some of this, but I'll just read extra large, extra hard. Put this fuss, pussy right in your face. Wipe your nose like a credit card. Hop on top. I want to ride. I do the Kegel while inside. Spit in my mouth. Look at my eyes. The pussy is wet. Come take a dive. It's not romantic, Cam. No, it Sorry. sounds like Dr. Seuss a little bit. But it's also like, it's kind of like rough and dominant, and I love that, okay? It okay. actually, it, it, you can get wet listening to the song. The pussy is wet. Come take a dive. Tie me up like I'm surprised. Let's role play. I wear a disguise. I want you to park that Big Mac truck. Right, I want you to park that Big Mac truck. Right, right in this little garage. garage. Make it cream. Make me scream. Okay, okay, okay. okay. The point is, I don't need to hear it's my healthy. Read the fucking lyrics. Very healthy. Rock. Great sex advice. Very good. Great sex advice. I would give it an A. Yes. Wow. It's it's exactly what I always talk about when I you know why younger guys like older women because older women are adventuresome and have confidence and are are willing to go the extra mile and try different things and make sex. That's when sex stays healthy and and strong. It doesn't get boring. Okay. Okay. Now you put that up against this comment that Ben Shapiro says. My only real concern is that the women involved who apparently require a quote bucket and a mop get the medical care they require. My doctor wife's differential diagnosis is bacterial vaginitis, vaginosis, yeast infection, or Trichomonas. I can't even pronounce trichomoniasis. Trichomoniasis. Which, I, I mean, are you kidding me? He feels that there's a pathological thing going on because someone's getting wet. No. How disturbed is he? No, he's just what he's saying. He's first of all, he's just doing this to gain attention. 
No, he believes yes. this shit. And he's basically just saying, if you're getting that wet, there's something wrong with you. And we should not even give any more attention to this on our show because it's well, dumb as fuck. Fine, then let's just focus on how great Cardi B is. I say A+, plus, very good for sex education. And that's all I got to say. And don't be embarrassed ever, women. If you're wet, that's a good thing. That means someone's turning you on. I got a feeling Ben Shapiro's wife was not turned on by ben, turned on at all by Ben Shapiro. Okay, that's the problem. There's a mis, mi, there's a misfiring in communication there. All right, listener texts. Yes, how about that. We've gotten quite you a few. Sneaky freaks! We, Thank you for these wonderful texts. And how do they text us? Oh, you go to our text line, which is three one zero three five six three nine two zero. I will be messaging you back. He really does. Sometimes I will. I usually tend to forget to look at it. And, then and, and basically once or twice a week, I will sit down for an hour and just respond to all these texts. So and you will get you will get a text back from one or both of us. So I wanted to read one. It says, I need advice on how to get my boyfriend in the mood. Well, there we go. Every time I try to initiate, he makes an excuse like, I'm really full. I just ate or I'm kind of tired or I kind of got a headache. That's mine. Okay, I can Mine relate is, to this I, too. I constantly have a headache. Well, the problem is, is that it is hard when there is a lot of stress in the world to switch gears like that. But well, hold on. Wait, I was just going to say something because I'll forget it. Oh yeah, you want to get him in the mood? Put on that. <laughs> put on that Cardi B. Yeah, said certified freak seven days a week. Now that you know, you know what you got to do. Give a little back massage. That is why I wanted to continue on, Mother. She is aware of this this idea that we have because you say it all the fucking time. She okay. goes on to say, it sometimes works when I initiate, but if I'm not the one to do it, he won't do it himself. Be- besides the candle method or massages, which are both yours, <laughs> is there any other method you guys could think of to get his attention? He yeah. used to, to be... To, he used to be more spontaneous into more spontaneous sex, but now he hasn't been trying as much since quarantine started. And when we do have sex, it's gotten pretty stale. I need your help with 10 exclamation points. I got some ideas. Porn. Porn? Yeah. Watch porn together. Oh, that's an idea. That'll go get a little dick from zero to 10. See, you could say little dick. You're, you're in, uh, encouraging pro- this I, he fucking could have bullshit. The, he could have a fucking shame. dick the size of a donkey. I'm going to say, you know, get his little weenie going. All right. Just be conscious of what of the the words you're using. Oh, excuse me. No, because when I next say little, you know, I don't mean little. These sneaky freaks are going to be talking up. Are gonna be How am I supposed to know what this girl's, the guy's dick size is? I take no offense. I get curious. Yeah, get curious. And getting curious it why you want to You know what? The truth is it doesn't matter. If little it, dick. It does. It's not. It just, well, I said it was like, you know, his like little this or little that or, you know, it's more of like a uh, uh, a saying. Whatever. Moving right along. Here's what I'd recommend. What? First of all, start the conversa- conversation outside of the bedroom. Of course. Meaning if you are dissatisfied with the ratio of who initiates, that should be discussed. Absolutely, that should be discussed and come to a conclusion as to what would be the ideal for how much you guys want to have sex with one another. Hence the candle method. Okay. The candle method, for those who are just tuning in, Mother, you want to share? Well, this this was something that I came up with with your your father, 
my late husband, it turns out he had a much stronger sex drive than I did. Pretty much much stronger sex drive than anyone I knew. So what he basically say is he got tired of always having to initiate, but he still wanted to make sure that we have sex all the time because if he could let it go, it could be, you know, a week or two before I would want to initiate again. So what we decided is that we, if someone wanted to have sex, we would light a candle. So you're not directly asking for it. It's kind of like a fun little thing to do. And usually we'd have a minimum of the candle had to be lit every week, once <laughs> during the week, usually on a Sunday night. It was a candle method. Did you were you did you ever light the candle or was that always lit for you? No, I well I would then start lighting the candle. All right. All right. I will you light my candle? Yeah, look at that. A little rent. Uh, Won't you can light I add one more candle? One more idea. What? Okay. So you're bored with each other, is what it sounds like. No, you don't you're not bored. It's just a the it's grown stale, human she says. beings seek novelty. So let me tell like you like the bonobos. Let me tell you how to get that novelty back. Porn. Become different people. Role play. Role play, baby. So you're suggesting she opens a door when he walks outside to get the newspaper in a French maid's outfit. I don't care if you need to dress up like it. I don't care if if you wanted to, to, you know, pretend to be ferrets. Now become for different people. Actually, use your imagination and become a completely different person. I'm telling you, it will rock your world. You'll feel like you're tripping on some drug. Let me ask you something. Yes. Has someone ever role-played that they were a yoga instructor? Yes. Oh! We've talked about this on the show many uh, times. Okay. But it, honestly, it could apply to any any sort, I especially if there's a power dynamic a, involved. Role-playing is great. Because you can go and pretend you're a different person and different imagination. Sometimes I will actually tell my boyfriend, D's, I tell him, are you dirty D in the porn star theater right now? And luckily, when you're with someone who's ADD, they can get right into any role. <laughs> they can become anything at any time. All right. I don't need to visualize this anymore. <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> the only reason I spoke about this is so people understand this, that's how you do it. You just come up with some ideas. I want to, uh, sh yeah, I guess that is a good question. Yeah. That is the follow-up question. How do you come up with the, the actual you can't be shy. role play? You can't be shy about it. You, you can't just get, be shy. So s some things you can do, are if you've read erotica and something turns you on and something that you've read, you could say, oh, I think I'm with the pharaoh with his harem. Did Pharaoh have Harold? So you'd be reading this alongside your partner? No, I just pretend. That I, I've just read that passage, and then I go and talk about it. I got an idea. What? Dipsystories.com slash mom. Yeah, do it, say it again. Dipsystories.com slash mom. Dipsy, Dipsy is an app with short erotic stories, and it's they're meant to help encourage you to have sex with yourself or with a partner. Now, the thing that's great about it is, especially if, if you're not like me, who's a veteran porn watcher, it's like an intro to porn because it's audio porn. It's I don't like when you refer to it as an intro to porn. I watch it. I've been introduced to porn. Well, all it's right. It's way better. For women, I would say if you've never watched porn before or men that are just not as into porn as they'd like, then it's, it's, a much, it's like a soft porn. 
I fucking love that shit. They and do it, get kind of dirty in it too, by the way. Yeah, for sure. And it will give you a lot of different ideas of what to do. So that if you need a little inspiration, you get 30 days for free. Just go to dipsystories.com slash mom. You want to spell that out? D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash mom. It's free for a month. And they also have this wellness section, which I think is great. It teaches you how to masturbate and pleasure yourself and all that kind of stuff, which is also something that you and your partner can do together. Totally. All right. By the way, to you sneaky freak, if you hear some sort of like drilling or screwing right now. It's my upstairs neighbor. He's always what the fuck is their upstairs neighbor I don't know, but constantly he, he, constructing? He thought he, he has already texted me and said, what are you guys doing in the bedroom? And I said, hey, that ain't me. I'm not even home. It's, probably, it's fucking crazy. He's always constructing an arc. Anyway, if you hear if you hear Noah and his arc, we apologize. I want to read another question from Brianna Leo uh, 28. Now, I love when you guys leave me your Zodiac sign. It gives me an instant visualization of what you look like. Brianna asks, have you discovered or incorporated any things you've learned from guests slash the show into your sex lives? Oh, hell yes. Oh, hell yeah. What do you, What have you learned, Mother? Oh, my God. Everything I just spoke to you about. Yeah, I think that those... We just went into it. I, I would like to add, you know... My main conclusion is that sex is a mental game. And I think that this show has really helped me see that. Um, and because it's a mental game, there's not really one silver bullet. It kind of completely depends on the relationship you have with the other person. Yeah, and it could change too. So even though you might have had a relationship before that someone wanted this done to them, the next person may not like that. Even that same person might change. Yeah, especially if you're very ADD. Which is how things get stale. And... The one thing that I've learned, the one constant that keeps coming up, the only thing that is permanent is that communication will work. True. Communication is the only way to communicate to the other person what you want. So to the person who just asked about what we've learned, we have both learned that you've got to be open and speaking about, you know, because back in the day when I first got married, when I was 23 years old, I was so shy about talking about sex that I wouldn't even talk about masturbation. I would like lie that I never masturbated to my own husband. You know what's amazing is that by doing the show, I now feel comfortable talking about sex with literally anyone. Anyone. Me I, too. I was I could be on a date and I could bring up the fact that I've experienced penis shame. You you could? Yes, I Maybe have. Not, that's not a good thing to say. I don't give a flying fuck. Okay. It's a truthful statement. All right, but not on the first date. You have a little mystery behind there. Right, second date. Okay. You might give wrong impressions too. She might all then all of a sudden If she's dating me for my penis size, she should go elsewhere. <laughs> no, I'm saying you, your penis is fine, which we've already decided that anything is fine. But So your penis is fine. Why bring it up as an issue? It's a truthful statement. If it comes up, it comes up. It's going to come up. Do you know the other thing that I thought, thought was interesting? Get it? Yeah, I liked it. Great, great, great pun. The other, the other thing I wanted to say, it, maybe it wasn't a pun, it was a double entendre? Anyway. Double entendre. The other thing I wanted to say is that, you know, I experienced more penis shame. Um, so I love going to Korean spas where we where I'm with the you men. You've spoken all, about because you feel like so you're liberated. gigantic over there. No, no. Oh, it, it's just a liberating experience to be with other men. It's not a big deal. Your dicks are out, yeah. and you, you. It's like you give someone the opportunity to catch you. Um, 
you, you're like it's like a trust fall almost you take off your pants you're like are these people gonna laugh at me or shame me and then no they don't they well you, the other thing is that there are growers and showers so that's the thing then so, so i realized I, in a skin after having a skinny dipping experience a while ago i was very nervous i was two couples skinny dipping i was very nervous for the other other couple, specifically my friend and the other couple, the other male friend and the other couple, to see my erect penis. Because it's very rare that another man will see my erect penis. So you were erect when you were skinny dipping? Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm erect all the time. If I'm with <laughs> someone that I'm into, I will be erect the whole time. Well, so the other guy was not erect? I don't think so. But I, I was con- very self-conscious about this. And it wasn't even about, I don't think, the penis size. No, you were just conscious about having an erection. I was self-conscious about showing that I had a virility and a desire in front of another person. Maybe even even another girl. Having a chubby. Having a chubby is very scary. I never thought about that. Why is that scary? For little kids, they get chubbies all the time. It's not scary for them. Why suddenly is it scary for me to have chubbies? You you shame your dog if you this dog no, is not the dog is he, he has a chubby you're like get that put that thing back in yeah 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 why are we scared of that I don't know is it something to get curious about let's get curious all right that was another little uh, all right I, this is, you like there's a lot of themes that are going on this we is got a, skinny dipping going on it's a thematic we got, episode we got over got here penis shaming you know what I get when in terms of penis hmm. a lot of guys send me their pictures not to not to I, I really don't think they do, they're doing it to upset me. They're doing it because they want me, and I've got this verified from my friend Nina as well, they want me to say that they have a desirable penis. Yes, exactly. That's 100% right. Right, and it's what they end up getting from me is, you're blocked. Yeah. Because I don't want to see that right now. I didn't ask for that first thing in the morning when I haven't even brushed my teeth. That's exactly right. It's also, what's interesting about the penis is the only part of the body you can't really change yourself. The rest of the body, you can change the muscle tone. Even the jaw, you can make more, you know, stronger. chiseled and stronger. The dick, you can't do shit to. That's so, not true. No. you. My, I, my cousin. No, no, your cousin. Should, you know. All right, never mind. But you're right. You're stuck. You're basically stuck with it. But you can do stuff with the, your vagina, by the way. Yeah, you can get plastic surgery. No, I'm not oh, even talking right. about it. Oh, you're right. Yep. Uh, I just wanted to bring up the, the intensity. Yeah. Is it called intensity? It is called intensity. This is, I'm by beginning the way... To, I'm beginning to love it. Really? Yes. It. it I think it, what it does is, because, you know, inside the vagina are nerve endings to your clit. There's still part of your, your clit goes mostly in, inside, not outside. Not to say that you don't want both, but I'm saying the one that's inside ends up getting activated when you put the intensity in there because it's like it's you pump up this pump and then it what it does is it looks like a regular vibrator, but it actually acts like a... Uh, uh, what do they call it? When the muscle... Electrostimulator. Like a little stimulator. Yeah, it stimulates the whole area so that it causes... The effect is that you're going to get a stronger pelvic floor and... So it makes you do Kegels automatically? It makes you do Kegels automatically and it also like invigorates the whole vaginal area. What does it mean invigorate? It makes it like, wake up! Wake up! It's uh, a wake up call to your your pussy. It's, you, a wake. it's supposed to make your orgasm stronger because I of pelvic floor. I think it floor. did. That's what I'm saying. You're telling I, me you think it does? And I've like only you, done two times. No yeah. way. Yeah. You think it honestly made your? It already has. It was either that or the weed. I'm not sure. <laughs> well, here's what I actually think from that might happen is that most people don't know where their kegels are. 
I know where my kegel is. It's hard to know to especially. I know that, but this to, so to this know how actually, to clench it and and train it. So this actually does it kind of for you in a sense. It, so it will definitely at the least train you to know where what it yes, feels like to it, build up that it's muscle. Like oh, here it is. Right. Anyway, yeah, so if they want to get one of these, yeah. Do you know how to do it? Yeah, you go to pour moi. Now pour is French for four p o u r, or you know you can think of it as pouring in a water in a glass. Moi m o i, which is me. So for me, pour moi, pour moi dot com p o u r m o i dot com. And use our promo code, which is mom. Mom. You get twenty five dollars off on top of any promotion promotion going on, on their website. So you, if there's a forty dollar off on their website, which I think the last time I checked there was, you get an additional twenty five dollars off. Of the intensity. Yeah, it may it may make you hornier, people. Just saying, if you don't want to get hornier, this is not the product for you. It so may actually make you hornier. It's definitely going to, because it can, it's it will vibrate and please you at the same yeah. time as yes, exercising these exactly. kegel muscles. So it's a it's a it's a com, it's a combo. Anyway, pourmoi.com. Use promo code mom. My mother approves. Mother, kid tested. No, kid didn't test. But kid did not test. Mother tested. Mother approved. Okay, should we get to a, um, another listener question over yes. here, Mother? Yes, Megan says, um, my BF and I have been talking for 2.5 years and overall have a great healthy relationship. We've been talking openly about trying a threesome. He is open to both male and female. I am interested in exploring my sexuality with a woman as I've never been with a woman. We've discussed our boundaries and both feel pretty good about trying some nerve still. How do we find someone in the time of COVID? We live in a smaller town and are also nervous about trying to find someone in our own area. Any other threesome tips? Yes. Okay. So first, can we address the first question? Which, how do you find someone to get into a threesome? That's with? what I'm saying. There's there's all kinds of um, sites online that they can go to. Okay. So the two that I've heard the most about are hashtag open.com and field.co, F-E-E-L-D.co. We're not sponsored by them, but right. those seem to be sites meant for this type of non-monogamy yeah. um, or these types of uh, little uh, rendezvous, if you will, okay. where you bring in a third party. So you just got to find the right sites. Here's what I will say, though. Because it is COVID. Be careful. There's You got to take some precautions. Yeah. You want to know the precautions I take? You, you cover your dick with six condoms? <laughs> what? I cover my mouth with six condoms. No, I would recommend... Making sure you have a conversation up front with the person about their their pod right now, right. their circuit. Is it a closed circuit? Are they seeing a bunch of people? How often do they wear masks? These are all questions I'd ask. And once you feel comfortable with that, then I would ask them to get a COVID test as, as close to the date of hooking up as possible. So if you got a fucking you got a rendezvous scheduled for Saturday night, you get them fucking tested on that Thursday or Friday. So they, they got the results saying negative. But as you pointed out, this it's still no guarantee because it could have that you could have had exposure on a Thursday and it didn't hook in. But if they're still only ho- hanging out with the people in their pod, it should be safe. I don't know. I mean, there's I, always I, a risk, I, but that's how you, you to reduce it, the risk as much as yeah, possible. Yeah, it's terrifying. But um, if it's really important, then do what you got to do. What about threesome tips in general? The most important thing is communication, communication, communication again. It sounds like they're on the same page. No, you got to communicate with whoever you get the threesome with. Uh, that is very true. I remember uh, hearing a podcast episode where um, after they were done, the girl just wanted to, her, the girl of the couple. The unicorn? 
wanted the unicorn out. No, the unicorn is the person, the, the unicorn that was hanging out. Yeah, they wanted her out of there. Like, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. So even having that discussion, like how how much longer? How long is this going to be? Are you going to yeah. be hanging out? And after then you have we to decide time? the rules. Or is penetration okay? Is it uh, oral sex is okay? Is it just kissing is okay? Is just watching okay? Is it is it anal is okay? All these things have to be discussed ahead of time. That's exactly right. Like it's like a rule book. It's a, what, what rules are we playing with? I love it. And if you don't go in there with rules, then you're going to be in for a big surprise. All right. How about one more question? Okay. This one says, I just found out my boyfriend of six years has been cheating on me for over a year. Oh, God. I'm sorry to hear this. Me too. He travels a lot for work, and I've always had a feeling some something was going on. Intuition, if you will. And I found out, got a hold of the woman who willingly called me when I gave her my number and asked her if she loved him. Turns out she's got very deep feelings for him. Sad day for me. Still have yet to talk to him about this. Tonight I will. But I'm very curious if you guys have any insight as to what people... Why people cheat. I am a very sexual person. I'm not too bad to look at. He is not a sexual person. Either that or I just didn't do it for him. So why cheat? And why not just leave me first? Added note here. Every single person I've said I love you to has cheated on me. Starting to wonder what's wrong. Wow. I am very sorry to hear this. And this is a very... This has got to be a horrible time for for all involved, and I'm I'm I, my thoughts are with you. Me too, because there's so many things that um, she feels betrayed at. Right. So to answer your questions, um, let's start with one by one. So why cheat? Now, from what I've gathered, I've never cheated, and I've not, luckily I've never been cheated on. But from what I've gathered. Cheating rarely, I think, has to do with um, sexual sex. desire. Yeah, it has to do with intimacy, and that could. And it's hard to tell exactly what it is about your relationship that led to your partner wanting a change in this intimacy. Yeah, be, in, without further details, because on the one hand, you could want what the partner could have felt like, you know too intimate with you and wanted to, that freaked him out and he wanted an escape. And so he went elsewhere to create a distance by doing something wrong. That is possible. Okay. But that's, that's also just very specific. On the other hand, it could be the complete opposite. Right. Where the partner felt like he could not access his sexual side or his, he did not feel intimately cared for in the relationship and wanted to get that Outside of the relationship. Right. So I'd like to just tell this person that, first of all, it probably doesn't have to do with your looks at all. Let's just get that no off way. the table, okay? And it probably doesn't have to do with your desires for sex because it, he's only coming from his his standpoint. Unless it's, is this, does it say it was a guy or a girl? I don't even know. Yeah, uh, boyfriend. Oh, boyfriend, okay. Anyway, the, the main thing is that no, he's has there's two sides to every story, and, and I feel bad, but this, the, I thought it was really um, sad that he got another woman involved, and I, I just think that unfortunately cheating it just it it shakes up your whole world. And yeah, it's a betrayal. It, it fucking blows. And if you're gonna cheat, it's if you're gonna have sex with someone else, just talk about it. Like you said, why didn't he talk about it first with her before he went ahead and did that? Right now, now there's a third person involved. And she's catching feelings too. 
Um, it's it's a tough it's a tough one. Unfortunately, this is a situation where getting curious will actually help you a lot, even though it might be extremely hard to do and that. Painful, yeah. Especially right now, it might take it might take a year, it might take however many years before you're able to look past the betrayal and the pain that this caused you and to see to to try to figure out what led to this. Why did this well, person do this? The, the ending line was very telling. Hmm? Every single person I've said I love you to has cheated on me, starting to wonder what's wrong with me. She's she's feeling like she's responsible for this shit. It's nothing is wrong with you. What the problem is is that you're picking the wrong people. You think so? Yes. If if every single person she said I love you to has cheated on her, I think this is. I'm I'm not. I'm just saying it's not something necessary that she is doing wrong. She just may not be picking people that are open to her, that kind of intimacy she wants. That might be true. It, open to being loved, even. It, I don't yeah. know. This could again be for so many reasons, you know. So. So this is what I would recommend to Sage. Go to a therapist. Yes, we are by, not therapists. By yourself. Go by yourself. Talk to the therapist. See about that last line, about why every person, every single person that have said I love you to has cheated on you. And then once you can feel healed somewhat or uh, confident in yourself, then if you still wanted to be with your husband or boyfriend and he's willing to come into therapy with you, that's great. Or... Then maybe find, a, look at the people that you're attracted to and try to find someone who is very different than the ones that you've been with in the past. And know that we are here for you and uh, we're, we're thinking of you and sending you love. And I hope that you can let us know what happens. But I think that right now, especially with Zoom being so easy to access for therapists, take a couple sessions with the, you know, a therapist, a qualified therapist that can really help you dive deep into Maybe this started back in the days of when you were growing up, when you were a child and your parents, you know, I don't know. There might have something to do with the way you were raised, something with, with your role models, some, you know, look, look into, you know, your upbringing. Yeah. Sorry again. I want to close out the show by thanking all of our patrons for making this possible. What are you? What is this? Ray, who we, was that? We got a bunch more questions we don't have time, unfortunately. We're going to have to get to it next time. Oh, well, you know what we can do? What? Save it for our patrons. By the way, we do have one last question related to this, so I'm just going to sh- share real quickly. Um, Maria asks, I would love to if you have any resources or experts to help to heal with infidelity. Esther Perel. Esther Perel. Esther Perel is my go-to. I'd say her book, The State of Affairs, is excellent. And it, it, and I liked Mating in Captivity. It explores uh, affairs in infidelity in, in general. Okay. So, Mother, I would like to say we're going to have a fucking patron party for our sneaky freaks who have joined us on Patreon. All right. So, so back to what I was saying. Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash sex talk with my mom is where our true sneaky freaks hang out. And what I mean by hang out, I mean you go onto the Patreon page and you have access to a lot of the content that is not anywhere else on the internet. It's stuff that we either put out on video or an extra podcast with comedians and sexologists and all our favorite guests. And I think you'd really love to be a patron and be able to support what we're doing here. Cause we, you know, as you know, are putting out the show for free. Yeah, if you enjoy the show, please join us on Patreon. Throw a few bucks our way. And 
best of all, we host a Zoom party every month where we all get to hang out, sneaky freaks and everybody. We talk about our lives, what's going on. It's a fucking wild time and you get to know the other people that listen to this podcast and it's a beautiful family. I love you sneaky freaks. We play games. We play games. It's a blast. And our next one is coming up next Wednesday, October 14th, 2020 at 5 p.m. Pacific time. It's a week from Wednesday. Join us on Patreon before them, before then and we will send you that Zoom link. Yes. I also want to thank everyone who has left us reviews on the iTunes store or wherever you're listening to this podcast. Do you know why reviews are so important? Yes, I do. It's because it helps with our search engine optimization. Yes. It also helps when other potential guests take a look and see the numbers that we have. They're like, oh, we're going to be on this cool show. And it also helps make us feel like you enjoy this content. It's a little thing that you can do for free to encourage us to keep making this. And it really, it means the world to us. It does. When we wake up and read a review, we're like, oh, it warms the cockles of my heart. Okay. So here's one that I love. Well, you I didn't love. tell them how to do it. You got to go to ratethispodcast.com slash mom ratethispodcast.com slash mom and write a little review. It'll tell you exactly where and how to write it. So I wanted to read one. This one says, Twinning, I love this podcast. I live far from my family. And when I hear the laughter between you two, it brings me back to my own life. My mother and I talk about sex just like you guys do. I'm the only sibling who talks with her like that. It's a special comfort, I guess. You guys have taught me some things and I'm eager to become a longtime listener. Five stars by Hemroid. That's hilarious. Thank you, Hemroid. That uh, that also warmed the cockles of my heart. That is such a sweet review, and yeah. I'm glad that you have a relationship where you can laugh with your mom about this. It's very rare, and I'm very happy for you. I hope more people start opening these conversations with their loved ones because it is very freeing, truly. We're all sexual pe- people. Yeah, nothing to be embarrassed about or ashamed of. So your mom has sex. Big deal. So your dad has sex. Even better. Thank you guys for listening. We love you. Oh, no. Here we go. And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and having. It doesn't need to be having always. All right. And. uh, Masculinity. No, I don't want that one. I knew that you were going to do that one. Well, it was better than nothing. All right, let's start this. I got to do it. I have to think before I can do this. All right. All We're right. waiting. Well, the pressure's on right yeah, now. the pressure's on. I, I okay. see you scrolling through I'm your scrolling, document right now. I'm, I'm scrolling. Sc- oh. You're sc- and let me tell you about scrounging. the birds and the bees and the flowers and the tree and having your own little wet pussy. See? Little. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Love you guys. Love you. Bye. Bye.